Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Smash Speaks. This is your host, Ash Miller, and I'm excited to have you guys. You guys get to experience my very first guest. This guy is a friend of mine. We've been friends for well over a decade, and it is an honor to have this guy as my very first guest. Uh, so we've we've had a lot of experiences together, ranging from wrestling, where he literally slammed me on my neck in the ring, to some fun <laughs> local music shows that we attended, including him being up on stage performing. Sometimes it's just karaoke, and that's fine too, but when he's up there, oh, you enter a different world, I'm telling you, okay? And then, you know what? He's also my strip club buddy, and that's something to mention. (laughs) (laughs) So not only do we have these fun moments together, but he has been one of my closest friends who I know will always be there for me, and I will always be there for him, no matter what, no matter the distance, even though he's all the way in Minnesota and I'm all the way down here in Texas now. So it is my distinct pleasure to welcome you to Smash Smash Speaks, my good friend, my loudest friend, Mr. Sean Iredale. Hey, (laughs) how you doing? (laughs) How you doing? Thanks for having me. (laughs) I am so excited to have you. So... I don't know. Tell, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, who okay. are you? Uh, I'm a man of many supposed talents, but really I'm just trying to do everything at least once that I've grown up liking. Uh, mm. I've, I've, I've ranged in everything from music, music production, to art, to spoken word, to, you know, being in a band, heavy metal singer, uh, regular old singer, whatever floats your boat at karaoke, a karaoke host, um, an illustrator, illustrator for hire, graphic designer, uh, terrible life coach, uh, <laughs> see, um, fantastic or horrible at relationships, depending on who you talk to. Uh, you, you basically a halfway house for any of, uh, friends or old friends of mine that needed a room to stay back when I had a big house. Uh, yeah, man, I, I'd like to think that I make no sense and I consider and I'm continuing that legacy with more of a focus on art that also kind of makes no sense. So, uh, yeah, tell your fans, tell your family, tell your friends. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> oh god i love it all right so like i said you are you're one of my loudest friends but i love that about you because we get together and i think we literally scare people (laughs) that's hands down there's been a few times where we've eaten like at restaurants outside (laughs) and it it was just fucking messy whoops sorry i cursed (laughs) no you're good you're good (laughs) all right cool well it's fucking messy <laughs> so true. Um, so I want to speak to the loudness because some people they misconstrue loudness as like just stupidity and they don't understand it. Um, and with everything that's been going on in the world, I feel like I've been getting even louder, but yeah. in a good way, <laughs> not yeah. just to 
noise. And I really, I know you know that whenever I believe in something, I get really loud about it and I speak up. And I've always been that kind of person. Uh, But especially now, since the absolute senseless murder of George Floyd, I've been using all my platforms to speak up more about injustices for everyone. Black Lives Matter. And I've always been a huge uh, pride advocate, everything. Okay. Um, So I just, I'm really trying to use this shitty white privilege that I have (laughs) to, (laughs) to really benefit everyone that I possibly can. Okay. So I want to share my platform with you, obviously. That's why Mm -hmm. you're here. (laughs) Um, So not only, like you said, do you, have you performed in a ring and on stage, but you're an incredible and I would say well-accomplished graphic artist, like you mentioned. So talk to me how about art affects your daily life and why it's important to you. Um, well, it affects me even more so now that we're in these COVID pandemic, systemic mm. oppression times that we're living in. It's, it's kind of wild. Art is treated as a vice for some people. Art is an escape. Art is business. Art is life. I mean, art is pretty much everything you can put your mind to. Um, art is essential. That is one thing that I do want to explain to everybody because when I wake up that I'm inspired, I surround myself with all the dumb dorky things that most people would find ridiculous in a household. But these, like I'm a big action figure uh, advocate and collector. Like I love it. I grew up with it, but that kind of stuff, I wake up with it around me and, and stuff that I've even designed to help inspire me to draw, illustrate, get off my ass, think about something, you know, um, all these, all these small little trinkets that I have remind me day to day that that is something that I want to do for the rest of my life is, is the graphic arts, the comic arts, the sequential art, uh, pinup art. And, you know, even Instagram, um, it's funny because, Facebook is now in such the bubbles you make it, it just in social media in general. Uh, minus Twitter, I really like Twitter because if you're connected, Twitter will make sure you get the real news from the people that you believe are real and then follow, and then that stuff becomes world news. Yes. But, but I really enjoy Instagram personally because even that is just scrolling through motivation as long as you build it yourself. Um, to stay socially conscious, I think it's important to actually listen to, to news in general, read if you can, you know, which I'm sure all of you probably can and, (laughs) you know, pay attention and get out in your community and see what's going on. Um, right now it's really important because even the community inspires me. Uh, right now I have a project that I'm, I want to get made into either, something feature length animated or episodic or even uh, a short comic or graphic series that I have about heroes uh, that are people of color and represent different parts of the culture based on experiences that I have and friends of mine have. And I'm taking my sweet time with it because I want it to be right. And now that this George Floyd thing has happened and and the world is um, topsy-turvy, I think 
as horrible as it is, it's really inspiring to see the culture rise up, POCs rise up and have themselves speak out because a lot of my story had to do with parts of that. So uh, every day is kind of like inspiration for me. Uh, sorry, I trailed in so many directions, but it's true. Uh, you asked me about, you know, how art impacts my everyday life and how, uh, you know, what I do with it. And I try to draw as much as I, as I can while staying inspired. And as long as I keep myself inspired as these days go, go on, my work improves. So. I love it. You gave me chills so many times when you were talking about it. Like it is essential. Art is essential. I love that. And I love that you have a, ongoing projects at all times to keep you inspired and motivated to just do something and get off your ass. Like you said, that's, we all got to find something, right? Um, Yeah. So the thing is, art is amazing, beautiful, and essential, but it isn't always free, right? So I think a lot of people misunderstand art and I would really like you to talk on the, the price of creation for artists, specifically artists of color. Why is it important mm-hmm. for people to understand that? So what makes this really important is that you are showing support to these people that are your friends, your loved ones who are trying to speak out about their culture, you know, and getting getting paid for your work is important because you have to convey how much time goes into your work, how much passion, how much drive goes into your work. There's a reason why a lot of professionals log in their hours, you know, uh, you know, as their work goes on or, you know, they'll make, or they'll make the time-lapse videos of them working from start to finish on a piece. You start to get the, the gravity of how much work goes into your artwork or how much work goes into artwork and, and your craft. Some people don't get me wrong, can do beautiful things quickly, but a lot of times there will be work that won't even come out of their hands for months because everything they've done has been trash. They don't like, it doesn't sell, you know, they experiment with style. So it's important to invest in your favorite artists and in your community and just, all around in general because when you show them support they get better as artists they get better work you know and if their work gets better your commissions get better so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so right now right now you're seeing a lot of um people of color and people of culture uh do art and illustration in support of the movement. And this, all this stuff is basically free, you know, Mm -hmm. right now the world is speaking to them and they're speaking through their art and they're showing it across the globe, especially for George Floyd and those who had lost their lives through injustice and, you know, police injustice, you know? So that shouldn't, that shouldn't, make people assume that what they're doing is easy and free. If anything, when you start to see these people produce this art and you see their names attached to it, follow them, support them. If you want to see more, more beautiful work from them, think about buying prints or artwork, you know, think about getting commissions and things like that. In this day and age, it's really easy to just get caught up 
and think that things are free everywhere. You can take something from somebody's, you know, Twitter, you can take it from their Facebook, you know. Uh, but these are high quality images. These images aren't for you, uh, especially to just bootleg and put out to the general public without consequence. Yeah. I think people need to understand the worth of an artist, especially ones that are doing it through culture and through activism. These things are really important for people to understand. I love that. So what's the best way that we can as a community support local artists and how can we be better at understanding what we should do when we see art in the world to best invest in them, like you said? I believe, uh, I believe big change always happens in the community uh, first and foremost. And this, this spans across the board, you know, in legislation, you know, in, 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 city council, town function, you know, anything. It starts with community, you know, ground level. So I suggest to anyone, because almost every town in America or somewhere nearby, or even in the world, you can look for, you know, the internet is a very powerful tool, you know. It, it can be demonic at times, but at the end of the day, it's, it's still information and location of information. So I always suggest to people, if you want to open up more, especially, you know, to other artists and other work, you go to art crawls, you, you go to gallery showings, um, you find Instagrams in your area, because you can, you can track based on town and where you're from, because a lot of these artists, especially on Instagram, will tag where they are, you know, and where they're making their art, you know, tattoo shops, things like that. Um, there are tattoo uh, artists. Uh, there was a tattoo artist, for example. There's this guy, this guy named Benny Stanfield. Um, I don't know what shop he is at currently, because you know tattoo artists like to bounce around and yeah. they relocate because they're people. But uh, the first two tattoos that I had got, I wasn't a fan of, but they were my first, very first tattoos, right? Yeah. And then I got one covered up. Uh, by a professional by uh benny and i really really liked it and i found him because i kept researching online uh everybody's work and i researched that on instagram and facebook and then i put out feelers on my facebook to say hey who who are people's favorite tattoo artists around town his name came up the most i looked at his stuff and i loved it so then i went ahead went out of my way and spent you know I think seven, $800 to get my forearm done because I loved his particular art style so much that, that only, that only happened through word of mouth research. Yeah. And, you know, and just, you know, picking the style that I like. So I recommend doing that, but on a ground level for all kind of art. So if you see them, these artists at their art crawls, you know, which you can definitely find online. There's a Minneapolis. There are plenty of Minneapolis art crawls here in Minnesota, St. Paul art crawls. Uh, I know uh, Austin's got some good art crawls and, and artists down there. You know, it's always a matter of research. So if you can find them, it's easy to show up to a gallery or a showing and talk to them directly and buy their art. 
Now, in this particular instance, during COVID-19 and, you know, the world that we're living in today, it's very hard to come in contact face to face with these people. Mm -hmm. And who knows when a full art crawl might happen again. So the best thing. So the best thing for you to do is, like I said earlier, find local artists on social media, follow their work, support them, and buy prints and original artwork that they will easily have shipped to you or mailed out to you. Um, Talk to them directly if you can. Shoot them DMs. Tell them what you like. Tell them what draws you to their work. Because if you like an artist's work, an artist will love to talk to you about their inspiration. That's important because if you learn what inspires them, it might inspire you. I mean, some of the most beautiful homes I've seen have have just, it's just because of the artwork that inspires them from specific artists. So I recommend that to anyone. I love that. Talk to them about their inspiration because it can inspire you. That's super powerful. Um, So how can we find you? How can we follow you and your art? Um, Well, I, I go by the moniker Sean Slade because wrestling and apparently it never died in me. I don't know. Never. Also, everybody, she's fine. I may have dropped her on her neck. It's an over-exaggeration. She was completely protected. It was professionals. The, the ropes were nice and tight. Uh, we, had, we had pads. Uh, it, yeah, everything's fine. She's my friend. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember but running can... up to you after that match and I gave you the biggest hug and you're like, oh my God. I yeah, didn't know yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we've gone through a lot of shit together. You know, like we've been through some shit together and I still can't find a moment you've hugged me harder <laughs> than after after I, I slammed you on your dome piece <laughs> in the middle of a ring for a show. You were so happy to see me. I was worried that I'd maybe erased like the last 30 minutes of your mind. (laughs) (laughs) I will never forget that. It was so good. Oh, shining moment in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I made her the woman she is today, everyone. Uh, (laughs) uh, But if you, if you want to find my stuff in particular, uh, you can find me at Sean Slade. That's S-E-A-N-S-L-D-E, or S-L-A-D-E, I apologize, on Instagram. I am also uh, Sean Slade 7 on Twitter. Uh, I hope you're ready for all kinds of uh, culture positivity and uh, uh, justice for George posts on my Twitter. It's nonstop. You might find a couple of pictures, maybe a couple I felt cutes. I'm thinking about those later. We'll see. I love those. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, and also you can find you can find me at um, I'm Sean Iredale on Facebook. You guys will know if you follow my uh, my Instagram. Everything that leads from there. Uh, I also have my my Instagram that's just pe- uh, specifically for my art, and that is uh, Slade of the Art. So S-L-A-D-E-O-F-T-H-E-Art, A-R-T, baby. So, yeah, if you guys can check me out there, that'd be fantastic. You know, right now I'm, I'm working on a couple of graphic design commissions. I've been doing a lot of uh, logo stuff uh, for, like, YouTube channels and uh, some banner stuff. 
I'm starting to get the hang of it. Uh, I was really nervous in the beginning, but I'm starting to get a lot better at it. Uh, also, I'm doing some pinup art, and I'm entering in a Capcom contest for Street Fighter coming up here soon. I'll keep everybody posted on that. So, yeah, follow me. <laughs> I'm the sauce. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, so <laughs> you just mentioned something that I think it would be a really great uh, closeout to kind of put a bow on this amazing podcast. Um, but uh-huh. you said that you were nervous when you started doing, you know, the banner work and all, all of this amazing stuff that you're doing. What are some words of encouragement or advice to people who are nervous and they're just getting started in their art? Um, challenge yourself. It's good to be uncomfortable because if you keep working uncomfortable, eventually you'll learn. Mm. If you're the kind of person that likes to challenge themselves, I definitely suggest that. Um, there are different types of people out there. You know, there are people that are just scared, scared to apply themselves at any type of new art. What I suggest is just don't be afraid and do it. You know, it's not like you have to post everything that you make or post things that you're very even proud of. But posting progression, people get behind you. Um, progress is, is a process. And as long as you invest yourself, it's going to be worth it in the long run. Uh, when I first started in the band, I started in this band because two of my friends, one of them, my absolute best friend, uh, they needed a singer for their metal band and they had gotten me into their kind of music, uh, power metal and power thrash and, you know, classic metal stuff. And I really liked it, but I had never sang a day in my life. Okay. So, uh, one of my friends worked at a music go round and he would shut the doors and we would play on the used equipment. I'm not telling you who that friend is. Also, <laughs> shout out to Music Around. Um, <laughs> and we would play music, and I and I felt uncomfortable on this mic, but I would write lyrics on the fly. I would hum tunes on the fly. I was the shit. I was terrible. <laughs> but the more I did it, the more and more I did it, the more comfortable I got. Then, to get over my stage fright, I kept going to karaoke. So I, I do these songs that I felt like were in my range and I do them over and over again at karaoke in front of people to get over my fear. And after that, I became a way better singer because of, because of it. The same thing happened when I started to go to conventions, talk to other artists and apply my craft over and over and over again, even when it was shitty. I'm not the best right now, but I can say I've actually produced things I've liked personally and that's a very hard thing for a lot of artists mm-hmm. to say sometimes. So, um, yeah, n- never be afraid. Art's not going to bite you back. You know, the more work, the more work that you throw into it, the better you're going to become. It's worth the growth. Oof, I love that. That's so powerful. It's, it could be applied to any aspect of your life, too. So just do it. progress is a process i love that so much all right sean well unless you have something uh that you'd like to to spit some some truth bombs some knowledge or something i am obsessed with what we have so far (laughs) that's good (laughs) well uh the 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 truth bomb is uh I'll, i'll just drop i'll drop what i feel about right now and what's going on is just you know don't stand for injustices 
of your friends. You know, if these people are actually your friends and you actually care about them and you see them in the streets out here suffering, speak up, say something, support them, you know? Um, also, know the face of the enemy. You know, if you, if you erase them all from your friends list, you'll never, you know, you'll never know what they're talking about. Try to speak, to speak the truth to people who are ignorant. Try to enlighten. It's important. Strong conversation goes a long way. If you can talk to them like civilized people, you'd be surprised the progress you can make. But if they become bullheaded, stubborn, and anxious, then, I mean, it's, it's going to become a revolution. Mm. So, you know, make, make the time. Talk to people. I... Uh, mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Sean. I, I love it. And I hope you guys love it. If you do, make sure you go follow him. I will put all of his links in the description of this podcast to make everyone's life easier, especially because he forgot to how to spell his own handle. So I will help you guys. Well, <laughs> um, but I just want to really, really, really thank you, Sean, for being my first guest and speaking up about your art and um, all of this progress that's going on in the world. I really do believe that it is progress because we've we've experienced these injustices you know, for years, obviously. Um, but this one just feels different. Yes. Yeah, it does. Which is, it's good. It's good. But scary. But good. It changes good. Mm-hmm. Change will be. Absolutely. Well, with that, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, make sure you screenshot this, throw it into your Instagram stories and tag us so we know. And, you know, if you if there was a good quote that Sean dropped, go ahead and put that in there, too. So I hope you guys are having a fantastic day and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.